Okay. So there's a Gemara and Shabbos, Dachaf Gimel Madalaf, page 23a, which says uh, the following. Abaye says that I started off trying to find the ideal material to light Hanukkah candles with. I discovered that what it was was sesame seed oil. Sesame seed oil? Where, where does sesame seed oil come into uh, Hanukkah? Then he says he heard that Rabbi Yeshua bin Levi was, um, used to, was used to always make sure to have olive oil. And he said, oh, that makes sense. Olive oil is better because it has a clearer light. So because it has a clearer light, that's why olive oil is better. Um, so we're called the Eshla of Ram by Rabbi Nyberg, who says, hang on a sec. If that's right, then electric light is even better for Hanukkah candles because it's even clearer than olive oil. That's a very sensible position. Uh, so Ravadja Yosef says, come on. You can't possibly tell me that anything is better than olive oil for, um, uh, for Hanukkah candles because olive oil is what the miracle happened with. And that's a really good point. So the question is, why, didn't Abai, why wasn't it obvious to Abai in the first place? Not only wasn't it obvious to Abai in the first place, but Rabbi Shubh ben Levi, when he explained that olive oil was better, didn't say olive oil is better because that's what the miracle was done with. Rabbi Shubh ben Levi said olive oil is better because it has a clearer light. So where did we get this wild idea that, um, that sesame seed oil? Right? Why would anyone think that sesame seed oil is better than olive oil for, um, for Hanukkah candles? So Tosfut says that it's because um, sesame seed oil gives more light. Which I think means that the heat to light ratio uh, produced by the produced by the flame is by the flame is higher, um, and therefore it seems you know that since the whole purpose I guess the whole purpose of the mitzvah is to publicize the nace. So the more wattage you have, the more you publicize the nace. Okay, well we could say use thicker wicks with olive oil. Right? It's not a terribly convincing explanation. Um, the Rashi has a very the explanation seems very odd. Rashi says that you should use sesame seed oil because it lasts longer. So Rav Yashiv, Yashiv said, what? We, Paskin, that you have to put enough oil in the Hanukkah for it to last long enough. So put in more olive oil. <laughs> Why, right? what, what sense does it make to use, uh, to use sesame, sesame seed oil instead of olive oil? If you want it to last longer, use more oil. Um, so Rabbi Yashar doesn't really have, I think, a really good answer to that. Uh, but happily, when I was in seventh grade, I had a really good answer to this one, I think. <laughs> um, so I'm just worried, I, I want you to like this one because this is a really important word for me because it's my, really my, my first one. I got a letter home from my Rebbe. <laughs> he, gave, he, gave, he gave me a sitter with, with all sorts of nice compliments in it, about it. Uh, what I said was, sesame seed oil makes sense because it lasts longer because what's the miracle? The miracle is the oil lasted longer. <laughs> right, so says, right, so we want we want the we want the oil that um, that lasts right that lasts longest because that is most parallel to the uh, to the miracle. But that's really, I think, if you think about it, that's really actually a complicated question. We really want the oil that is more like right, if we have an oil that lasts longer, so that sort of de-emphasizes the miracle. Look, we could have right. We, maybe we'll find an oil that lasts eight days. So when we right, so if we use if we use if we use sesame seed oil, are we actually commemorating the miracle, or are we trivializing the miracle? So it seems that that's what Abaye first thought one, 
and then was convinced by the other. So I want to try and recreate the thought process, particularly in the classic rabbinic mode, that there must be something to the idea that Abaye had, that sesame seed oil is better. And I think that it has to, it has to go back to the question of what it is we are commemorating. So I think it's fairly conventional to say that there are up to four things that the, um, that the, the, that the mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah candles reminds you of. One is it reminds you of the victory of the Jews over the Hellenistic party um, in Israel. The second is it reminds you of the restoration of Jewish sovereignty, right? not, not, not the victory in war of the, the, the few of the many, and all the, and, right? but it reminds you of the restoration of Jewish sovereignty. A third possibility is it reminds you of the restoration of the temple. And the fourth possibility is it reminds you of the miracle of the oil. Okay, and all of you, um, all of you know that, there, um, that in the, um, the various texts, the various liturgical texts we have about Hanukkah, there's a lot of variation as to which of these four we're supposed to be commemorating. For example, even in Al-Hanisim, right, so Al-Hanisim in the Ashkenazic Nusach, has includes about the wars, but the Nusach Svarad leaves that out. And that's an ancient, right, that's that already in the medieval times, you have some Rishonim who put in, who put in Milchamot for wars, and others who put in Nechamot for consolations, don't mention war. And, um, right, and there's, there's, there, are other, there are other texts as well. The, um, the, uh, the, the, the full text, the Bimei Matisyo, seems to think, right, doesn't really mention, uh, right, it ends up saying the whole point is to restore the Beit HaMikdash, right? So that could be, that could be the point is to restore the Beit HaMikdash. Um, I want to try and build an argument around that for a minute, and then we'll go back to the question of why sesame seed oil. So on uh, Rosh Hashanah, um, that, uh, page 18, 18 to 19, uh, the Gemara says, firstly, as background, you have to know there's a, there's a thing called Megillat Ta'anit. Megillat Ta'anit is not the same thing as Masechet Ta'anit in the Gemara. Megillat Ta'anit was the equivalent of a Yortzeit cal calendar in the Hasidic Shishtibel. It told you all the days in which you were not allowed to fast and therefore, of course, couldn't say Tachanah. Uh, right? And there were many, many days. <laughs> there were many, many days in the time of the Bidim Yidash when, right, when you could not say, say Tachanah. But then, after the Bidim Yidash was destroyed, the Gemara says all those days, that whole calendar vanished, and you could fast again on all those days because all those holidays, all those joys were tied to the Beit HaMikdash, no Beit HaMikdash, no joy, except for Hanukkah. Hanukkah survives. And the question is, why does Hanukkah survive? Because on the surface, Hanukkah is the most contingent, right? Because if we try Hanukkah, we won a war, good, but now we lost it. Hanukkah, we, right, it's the holiday, we restored, right, we, we, um, we, we regained sovereignty, and then we lost it. Hanukkah, we rededicated the Beit HaMikdash, and then it was destroyed. So why would Hanukkah survive of all, right, of all, the, of all the holidays from, uh, from, from Bayit Shani? So the Gemara says that actually the rabbis tried to, um, tried to end Hanukkah also. They didn't really see why Hanukkah, why Hanukkah should be any different. But they decided that it couldn't because the miracle, uh, because the mitzvah of candle lighting had already spread the word of the miracle among the population and the people just wouldn't stand for it. We couldn't wipe out Hanukkah because there was this mitzvah. Anyways, because there was a mitzvah of lighting candles and that mitzvah publicized the miracle and people hung on to that miracle. Now, what is it about hanging, what is it about hanging on to that miracle, though? Right? Why does that miracle... So important, it's just, right? If it didn't keep the Beit HaMikdash, it didn't keep the, it didn't keep the state. 
right? It didn't lead to ongoing miracle. Very. Why was this miracle? Why was this miracle so important? Um, right. Rashi. Right. Rashi says that right that the mefar that the, the candlelighting lasts because the the miracle the mefar same nisa. It's not because we don't have the mitzvah in order to publicize the in order in order to publicize the miracle. We have the mitzvah because the miracle was already publicized. Right? The, the publicity kept the mitzvah, not the other way around. Okay, so now we have to go to one other, um, one other, one other step. If you read the Rambam in Hilchot Megillah v'Chanukah, the third parak, so the Rambam uh, emphasizes, right, which you don't see so much in liturgy, but you might have thought, well, okay, the war we see, and the restoration of the temple we see, but where do you get the idea that Jewish sovereignty matters? Where is that in liturgy? So the Rambam says the following, right, that the Chashmonim the, the the won, and they appointed a king. The miracle, right, the Mitzvah of Hanukkah is established to remind us that for 200 years we had an independent state. Really interesting. And then you go on reading the Ram and he says, so why do we have the Mitzvah of Hanukkah? He says we have it for eight nights in order to publicize the miracle. Hang on a second, I thought it was about saying it ended, ended years and years ago. So it turns out that, that those words were put in later. They're not actually in the original text of the Ramam because somebody was bothered. Why would there be a holiday to, re- right, to, to, re- to recollect, to remember the restoration of a state that no longer exists? So the Ramam himself wrote that that's why. Right? That the, right, at least among the reasons why is because sovereignty returned to Israel for more than 200, more than 200 years. The rugged shover uh, one of the great figures of the early 20th century, uh, suggested that actually we can divide the mitzvah halachically. He has a number of fascinating, um, fascinating claims, particularly says that if you look at the halacha and the Rambam, if you haven't made a bracha yet, you're supposed to make a bracha when you see the candles, not just when you light them. But we don't do that anymore. Why don't we do that anymore? So the Rogat Shoda says the reason we don't do that anymore is that it used to be that the candles that the candles recalled multiple things. It used to be that the candles restore, recalled the miracle of the oil, and it also recalled the miracle of the victory and the miracle of the restoration of sovereignty and the miracle of the restoration of the Ben HaMikdash. And when that was the case, so then the goal was that was a miracle that you wanted to publicize as broadly as you can, and so therefore there was a mitzvah just to see the candles, and, that, right, and therefore you lit your candles out in the street. But then the Rugged Trevor says, you know what? We don't have a temple. We don't have a state. We're not winning victories. So we shrank the mitzvah. We shrank the mitzvah to lighting candles for yourself, indoors, and all the, and, and all the, mitzvah, and all the mitzvah was for was to, um, was to remind us of the miracle of the, the, miracle of the oil. What about that we have a state now? We're getting there, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so. So I thought that maybe this is part of the issue about the difference between uh, the difference between sesame, sesame seed oil and olive oil. That olive oil is just aimed at what ha- the miracle of the oil. We're not trying to do anything like it. We're not trying to recreate the miracle. We're just trying to remember the miracle. But sesame seed oil reflects an attempt to recreate the miracle as much as you can. You know what? We're going to help you, God. Right? We can't make it last eight days. We can make it last a little bit longer. <laughs> and if we can make it last a little bit longer, we'll make it. Um, we'll make. We'll. Um, we'll. 
can make it last a little bit longer, we'll, um, right, we'll do what we can and hope, that you make, and hope that you continue the miracle as much as you can. So I thought that what Abayi initially thought was that the, uh, you could turn the mitzvah into being about the human contribution uh, to, help, to help God and not just about remembering what God did. But it turned out, Abayi said correctly, that doesn't work. That uh, it doesn't work in the end. What kept Hanukkah going was the mitzvah. Just the recollection of the, the recollection of, of sovereignty was not right, which was no longer there, was not enough to keep it going. And yet I think that, um, that we always think that there's a purpose to the havaminas, there's a purpose to the ideas that people had. What Abai is telling us is, but you shouldn't think, as the Raghav said, you shouldn't think that the mitzvah would have existed just because there was a little miracle. The miracle is supposed to symbolize something. It's supposed to symbolize the desire to return to sovereignty. It's supposed to symbolize the desire to rebuild the Beit HaMikdash. What keeps it going through Galut is that it's a mitzvah and that it's sustained by the memory of a miracle. But in the back of your mind, you have to remember that the miracle stood for something. And the miracle stood for the idea that these things were supposed to endure. Eight days don't matter. Right? The miracle stood for the idea that actually sovereignty was supposed to endure. And the Beit HaMikdash, and the Beit HaMikdash was supposed to endure, but it didn't. We have the record, maybe because we didn't do enough. Because right? we did the wrong things, but um, we have the recollection of that. So I, I think that the, um, the Rugged Shover's analysis certainly opens the suggestion that, um, that, that we could make the bracha again, as you, read it, as you suggested, on seeing. Right? If his analysis is correct, we could make the bracha again on just seeing candles, because Hanukkah now is not just about remember it again. It not, does not have to be um, just about um, remembering a, mir- a miracle that happened for eight days a long, long time ago. It can be about a celebration of the miracles that happened in our days of the, re- right, of the Restoration, but it should also be a spur. We shouldn't think that it's all about ourselves. It should also be a spur to remember that, um, that what we have, the reason that the Jewish people persevered long enough for there to be a restoration of sovereignty is because we kept the mitzvah with the olive oil. Other questions?